Hi everyone, uh, thanks for joining us again today and as we've been doing over the month of August we've just been hearing from um, different people that are part of our church family and a uh, real joy, absolute joy for me to be able to spend uh, a wee bit of time here with Jenna and Puma, um, more than anything else, wonderful friends, uh, but also part of our church family and uh, just like we have been doing, we just want to hear from them and what uh, what's been going on in their lives and in their home over lockdown. So again, just in case there's some are listening that don't know who this incredible couple are, I'm going to ask Puma to introduce himself really quickly and then Jenna's going to introduce herself and then I want to ask them a few questions. So guys, thank you so much for welcoming me into your home and, uh, and everybody else. Um, so Puma, if you could introduce yourself and then Jenna, that would be yeah. wonderful. Yeah, my name is uh, Javier, even though everybody knows me as Puma. Uh, born in Venezuela, uh, very, very far away. Um, born in a house uh, with a Christian mom, a non-Christian father. Um, two brothers and two sisters. And uh, yeah, um, became a Christian at the age of 21, 22, while I was in university. Um, it was, um, even though obviously uh, in my childhood I used to uh, go to church with a neighbor uh, due to uh, my mom uh, impossibility to go to mm -hmm. church. Um, she, wasn't, she wasn't allowed to go to church. Uh, so my mom used to send my me and my brother to to church with a neighbor. So um, sort of knew about God, knew about uh, Christianity, and you know used to do uh, Sunday school and all that, but uh, didn't really understand uh, much about the whole thing. I was too young to understand, and uh, you know that was only on Sunday I used to go there and uh, the. During the week, there was nothing else for me. Uh, Mom, very busy at home. Dad, obviously, non-Christian. Mm -hmm. So uh, for me, it was just uh, learning bits and pieces about uh, the Bible, you know, the famous stories of the uh, Bible. But uh, it was whenever I was in uh, university and uh, met a few guys. There was a, a group, Christian group, that uh, they used to meet uh, every so often, twice a week. And uh, one of them uh, guys uh, was uh, starting with me. We we're taking a subject together and uh, we became very close friends. And uh, he used to tell me about, you know, his conversion and and all that. And um, yeah, I think uh, I knew, I knew about Christianity, as I said, but um, there was a time, very special time whenever this guy started to spend time with me, not even put any pressure on me, but at the same time, he wasn't yeah. silent. He was very telling me about uh, himself and I could see he he was very genuine, very genuine person and I could see the, 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 the change that he, he experienced, not because I met him before, but you know, that the, the, what people used to say about him, the way he was. So, um, yeah, I think that God started to put loads of people in my life during mm -hmm. that period of time that, uh, 
you know, uh, planted seeds in, in my life, in my life, and uh, uh, I think that that's the way God uh, yeah. reached me, and Brilliant. got got to a point that God was convicting me about mm-hmm. so many things, and uh, suppose that they as well, it was an easy, it wasn't that difficult, uh, because I knew about Christianity, and I used to respect Christians because of my mom. So, uh, but yeah, that's how I Brilliant. became a Christian. Good so. man. Brilliant. Thanks, Puma. Jenna? I'm Jenna. Um, the wife of Puma for 10 years now. Um, mommy to Sophia and Bella. Um, and we've recently kind of started the journey of foster, being foster parents as well. Um, which became a bit of our story, I suppose, during lockdown as well. Um, I work as a physiotherapist um, in Lisbon and... Similar to Puma, I grew up, well, I grew up with both of my parents being Christians and um, was brought up in the church really and came to faith as a young child. Um, and then I suppose started taking it a bit more seriously, got baptised when I was 15. Um, at the same time as Neil's lovely wife, Judith. So um, yeah, just been walking with the Lord ever since. Good times and bad times. Yeah. And, that's mm-hmm. and Jenny, do 30 seconds or however long you want, like tell everybody how you like this love story, this wonderful <laughs> love story, 10 years ago. Um, we were on a drop-in trip in, we met in Paris airport on the way to Burkina Faso. Beautiful. Doesn't get any more romantic than that, I don't think so. Um, and Puma just fell in love with me on a sweaty bus I mean, in the back of Burkina Faso and the rest uh, of history. Beautiful. <laughs> there's a, there's a, I'm sure there's a more romantic version of the story to be told as well. Um, yeah, thank you so much. So, like, lockdown has looked very differently for you both, um, just with regards to, to yes. your employ- your jobs and things like that. And so the, the question is quite general, and be it open, as vulnerable, or whatever as you want. Uh, so I'll ask you first, Jenna, like, what has been, what have you found maybe the most challenging thing? Uh, I've said it several times, we'll do the, we'll do the bad news first, I prefer mm-hmm. to do that. Um, like, what has been difficult? What have you found really challenging? Maybe that's been discouraging over over this time yeah for me probably the biggest challenge was um i was still probably on the front line as working as a physiotherapist and a respiratory one at that um Mm. i was kind of in the front line during the covid epidemic and was in fact um stood down from where i worked and moved to the one of the covid assessment centers um which was really very daunting and quite scary at the time and mm-hmm. um, tried really hard to um, be strong and have really good faith but there were times where it was really quite difficult um, but really having said that really felt like the prayers from the church and so many even random people sent mm-hmm. me you know messages and just praying for you and that really did you mm-hmm. know provided a real sense of strength I'm, I'm in the middle of it all um, so yeah, just um, times of emotion, just a real roller coaster it was for me probably at times, um, and just really trying to navigate through, trying to work in the front line. I suppose was probably the most difficult part for me, mm. and and navigating probably the kids' emotions too during it was quite difficult at times, and I'm sure it's yeah. the same for a lot of people who are listening in, um, today, but. It was, you know, they're missing grandparents and missing friends and missing, missing social interaction. Mm. And it was trying to navigate our way through that um, whilst having Yava stay with us as well. So sure. Yava, just a bit of a backstory with her. She was a girl that we kind of 
did a kinship foster for uh, many years ago, six or seven years ago. Um, I came back to Northern Ireland just in time for the lockdown. So she actually really had nowhere to go. So um, she came to live with us over lockdown just a week before it all happened. So um, not what we expected, but um, mm. that added an extra dimension to it as well, which brought its own challenges yeah, as well. Sure. Yeah. Pema, same, same thing to you. The chat was being most challenging. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, in the whole thing, the whole scenario with this COVID pandemic there were two main things one was uh being worried about uh, my mom mm. back home uh, she's an old lady she's 81 already and uh, she has some uh, health issues and uh, so obviously when i heard the, at the very start when i heard that the most vulnerable people in this sure. uh, pandemic were yeah. elderly people i was quite concerned so uh you know, every time I was trying to talk to her not to get out, but she was like, no, you know that I don't get out. She just have problems with her legs and mm -hmm. she doesn't really go out much. So, um, yeah, I suppose that that was one of the main things. But the other one was uh, homeschooling definitely was mm -hmm. very challenging for me because, uh, you know, the way they teach over here is quite different to what I was used okay. to as well. Yeah. And it's been a long time ago as well. And you know you're not really prepared for that you're not used to to do that of course you help your children with now and again with school mm -hmm. activities and stuff but yeah. this was a lot and every day so it was quite quite challenging for me and test my patient mm -hmm. <laughs> as well but uh yeah those two were the the main things but uh in the general sense i wasn't really uh concerned about or panicking about the whole thing mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, those two were the main okay. main. You weren't worried about me working on the front line. Well, well, <laughs> as well. No, well, as well. Like I, I had, obviously, I was thinking, uh, especially because Jenna, um, you have been diagnosed with asthma as well. So I was thinking, well, this is oh, gonna be yeah, yeah. really hard. And I was thinking in my head, and uh, telling the girls like your mom's very brave going to. Mm -hmm. To, to, to be in the front line but uh, and she could have said you know I've, I've had this condition yeah. so but she she was you know very brave to, to work and uh, we were so proud of her as well very good but uh, yeah uh, yeah those, good. those things thanks Pima yeah. and I'll stick, stick sticking with you we'll go to the flip side of the coin and ask like what have what's been helpful like what have, what have, what have the things been over this period that have encouraged you or have given you hope or that have been a positive yeah. part of this time yeah uh, one thing was uh, having the privilege to spend more time with the girls and uh, being able to, to, to engage more with them and, and yeah have brilliant time with them mm -hmm. but uh, also was the coming back again to that nice habit of reading and uh, not only the bible but also had the chance to read lots of books mm -hmm. and it was it was so good and even though you know it was it wasn't every day but still have plenty of time mm -hmm. and uh you know in the morning we used to do the homeworks and then in the afternoon i used to let the girls to play or watch tv and then i used to read and i was just a delight just to yeah. to be able to to go back to that habit sometimes you no excuse but uh, sometimes it becomes difficult whenever you're working and you go 
you know you go back to the house and you're tired and stuff and so but yeah. I, I was I was great yeah, I okay. loved it you remind me of the so I, I've said this to a few people and uh, you, you unintentionally challenged me one day that I was I, I'm like you I like the chance to read and catch up on all of these books that I yeah. uh, that I wanted to read for so long That's right. and um, I remember sending you a message one day to say like what are you reading at the minute like I maybe finished a book and I wanted inspiration for another one and no, I think you sent me back First Peter and Jude it's like oh man like, I, I can't like, like yeah. that has to be like, that has to be yeah. my first love I can't get away like the excitement of reading all of these books and actually that's yeah. you want to ground it in, in, in yeah. scripture so that's when it came to, to the Bible uh, it was it was brilliant just to you know go to the whole book mm. and especially the letters that are easy you can just read a letter in mm-hmm. half an hour sometimes and uh, but just pen a week in one book, and uh, it just open another yeah. dimension of the whole reading. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, learn so many things, and it was good a good time whenever God was speaking to me about so many things. But then, um, and the other side, was, uh, it was my 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 fear. Of, I was afraid that I was thinking whenever we're back to normal. Mm. It's not gonna be the same. I'm not gonna be able to 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 keep the the habit or, and uh, yeah, it is it is difficult. You know when in reality goes, you go back to reality, mm-hmm. work and stuff. Uh, maybe it's, you know changes ag- again, and then you would like to yeah. to be to keep the habit or to Absolutely. keep the rhythm. Yeah, you know about them things, and uh, so yeah. But um, oh, well, can we just stick there for a moment? Yeah, um, yeah, of course. I, 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 how, how is now that you're back from furlough? Have do you feel like you've been able to maintain rhythms that you were able to establish? But when it comes to to when it comes to rhythm, no, which is quite frustrating or annoying in a sense, yeah. because I, I really wanted that, and uh, because of um, how busy we've been since we're being yeah, back, sure. I come home like tired and so. Uh, it hasn't been now. Now I'm reading. I'm doing a course at the minute, so I'm sort of have to have yeah. to read. So every every week there's a a lesson that you have to read a chapter. So in a way, yeah, that has kept me in, in a way. You know, have to do it. But uh, um, yeah, I would love to 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 be able to read more the Bible and mm-hmm. as I was doing in, in lockdown time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jenna, same question. You didn't have all this free time that me and Puma are talking about here. I feel like you're getting a bit cr- looking at me. Like, anyway, um, but yeah, same same to you. Like, what's what has been the moments of uh, positivity or things that have been good? Um, similar, I suppose how Puma started off, just in being able to spend really good quality time with the girls and um, making ourselves sit down and do board games and mm-hmm. all those things that we just always make excuses that we've no time to do. I suppose in yeah. normal life, so. Yeah. Um, that's been good and even wee moments like we came upstairs one night and Sophia had a poster in her door that said be brave this be brave and have courage oh, and I just thought you just bit. don't know how they're processing it so that was a real encouragement to me that mm. she's just um getting strength from yeah, um good. our time spent yeah praying together and time as a family as well which was good um another one of the positives or the benefits was getting to spend the time with Yava that we did as well and Although, as I discussed before, there were challenges to that, I suppose, um, really along the way, I saw the benefits of being able to spend that time sewing into her life. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully that she finds some benefits to that. But mm-hmm. um, 
we really were so blessed by that and even having her here and um, the things that she observed um, in our family some positive things which was really encouraging as well and yeah. um, it was great that we could just give that over to her and that time over to her as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. Um, yeah and just the strength like the Lord did speak to me along the way and, and different things you know at the start when I was really anxious and I wouldn't be an anxious person but felt myself going into the being drawn into that anxiety mode mm. and um one day I remember starting one day thinking oh I don't want to die and leave my children <laughs> that's how dramatic I was at the time yeah. um, and the Lord was like Jenna I have other plans for you I have more things for you to accomplish mm. I have more things for you to do and you know those times where you really just know that's the Lord just mm. ministering right into your need at that particular time and there was real mm. Just moments of that Brilliant. were um just was a real refreshing for my spirit and my soul. So yeah, that was so good. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. sharing that. Um talking a bit uh, about what uh, Jenna was saying uh, in regards to Yava. Um it's very true, like there were some times whenever well, there are some times, you know, in your life whenever you think uh, you're not a you're not a perfect parent or mm-hmm. uh any other things that sometimes you think that you're not and you don't even realize how not boasting or anything like that but it happens to all of us that when sometimes you don't even realize the impact that you're mm-hmm. making in somebody's yeah. life mm-hmm. and uh, even whenever you believe that you may oh, not that great as a parent or not mm-hmm. that great as whatever yeah. and uh, there were times whenever she came to Jenna and said things that were like all right Good either things. because good things <laughs> yeah, yeah. either because she never experienced that yeah. mm-hmm. or either because there were objectively good mm-hmm. things that she saw and that was encouraging in a way like uh, yeah. that they yeah it was very very encouraging yeah, that, so. yeah so i think i think we've like i like to think the feeling's mutual but i think because we've had a teenager living with us for the last number of months i think mm-hmm. it's been really helpful to for us like to be able to encourage each other because and that's the thing about fostering like that's what we keep on saying if you're going to wait until you've got it all worked out, until you're the perfect family, yeah. until you've learned how to be the perfect parent, you'll never do it. Yeah. Like you'll never open your home. Yeah. But there's just there's just young people, there's teenagers, there's kids who all they need is somebody to open their home and extend their table. Mm-hmm. And so so that's what you that's what you did with the Ava. And it's, uh, for us too, it's sometimes the most unexpected moments, just being part of normal mm-hmm. family life. Yeah. That doesn't seem the most attractive or doesn't seem the most wonderful, but actually it means a lot. To someone right. who hasn't experienced she, that. She even said something like, I, I didn't know what normal family yeah, amazing. was, mm-hmm. family life was. Yeah. I was like, wow, that is, yeah. that's really nice that she saw that for her benefit, yeah. to, for her to right. see yeah. as well. that they, Honestly, it's, yeah. it's incredibly moving, that sort of stuff. And I think, yeah, yeah and so you're to be commended for that. But but as well too, you mentioned your girls as well, and, and, and you were really intentional, and we, we appreciated your intentionality around mm what you were doing with your with yeah. your girls over this time you, you started out Gemma by saying like that was one of the that was one of the ne- negatives in some way it was like how do we how do we protect the emotions of the girls here and yeah. it does take real intentionality yeah and uh, and so like commend you for how you have, yeah. have have done that um to, to, to move on we, I, like whenever we get into the, the fostering stuff we could like we could do Beautiful. we could spend here all night <laughs> uh but anyway so the so the final thing is like lessons like the takeaways i know like it doesn't still feel like we're not fully over this like there's still life still looks different but what are the lessons 
that you feel like you've that you are learning. Is that like I've said this several times, and it is my story that I sometimes think you're waiting to to completely learn a lesson. I think it's learning. Like yeah. I still think there's stuff that yeah. I'm learning. Yeah. And so, so I'm asking that to you. Like, what is it that you're learning? Because I yeah. don't think we've worked it. I don't think we've fully worked it all out. Yeah. So, what is it that you feel like the Lord has been teaching you? What is the lessons that you're learning? Uh, personally, if you want to speak personally, and if you want to speak yeah. corporately as well, Pima. I believe that everybody who we all went through the whole lockdown, and uh, I'm pretty sure that every single person has a story to to share about what they learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I suppose the, the the most obvious was that the you know spending time with friends and family is very important and and. and and sometimes we we spend the time in things that they maybe they're not bad, but at the same time don't have the the, the main importance mm-hmm. that that they deserve uh, or they that we put into them. Yeah, and uh, I miss uh, having you know the the interaction, meeting face to face with people, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I miss so much, uh, you know spending time with the girls mm-hmm. and sometimes you're just busy and you just want to do this and you want to do that and the, the time that we spend with the girls uh, I spend most of the time with the girls like it was it was fantastic brilliant so I, I learned that but also as well as I, like I've missed so much and there's no excuse as I said it's all about being you know um, taking the time and organize yourself but uh, to maybe to, to spend those times with the Lord and to whether it's in prayer and reading, like the you know Nigel was talking about uh, the disciplines that he enjoyed was solitude, mm-hmm. and in my case was you know reading and to spending time, um, meditating and in the Word, mm-hmm. and uh, it's something that we we should do more, but also as a church, I I would love to see that more that maybe we can spend time just uh, learning the Bible or learning more about. Because there's so many things that we can mm. get from each yeah. other and and you know notice yeah, ourselves and good so yeah brilliant thanks Pina Janet same to you <clears throat> yeah um I suppose it was a sh- uh, um scripture that Neville shared actually this morning when he was hosting um and it was Psalm twenty three and I suppose that was one of the um the scriptures that the Lord really just I just went over and over during lockdown and would have played it to myself when I was out for a walk or just um read it over and over and um I'll just read the, the first couple of verses of it if yep. you don't mind and I'm sure Absolutely. you all know it but um so the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. And I think I had always, whenever I read those verses, and um, when I was thinking about your cup overflowing, I always kind of thought it was um, just that that you you know good feelings that you would feel good about yourself and be, feel good and positive yeah. to go out and kind of bless other people which I'm sure probably partly is to do with but whenever I read a wee bit more into or I think it was maybe 
maybe Pete Gregg in one of his podcasts or something that I was listening to and he was talking about um, how back in, in the day when they were having their feasts, whoever was hosting the feast, um, if you had a cup, um, mm-hmm. if he wanted you to stay and he wanted to be in your presence, he would have kept well, topping up your cup. Um, so, and whenever he let your wine go empty, then that was time for you to leave. Um, so where this kind of came into this scripture was that God just, or he just wants to be in our presence so much. He just keeps filling up our cup because well, he never wants mm-hmm. us to leave. And so that really just hit me about his presence and that he really longs for us. Mm. He's always with us and we're told that he's always with us, but I suppose it's us realizing that he's always with us. Um, and he just, that was just a scripture that really blessed me. And um, so it's about, mm. I suppose, trying to um, take the most of that time. And it's it's not just when, it's not always just even when you're sitting down and being intentional, it's when you're mm-hmm. interacting with, the young person who's staying in your house or you're disciplining your own children in front of other mm-hmm. people or whatever it may be and the challenges that come yeah. with that those are the times where we have to remember that we're in his presence and he's in ours and um but just like so humbling that he just wants to keep filling the cups so that we never leave his so presence love that was um on that note why don't you pray for us mm-hmm. i think it's a perfect place to uh, to wrap it up thank you so much like really appreciate it uh, pray for us, Janet. Yeah. Thank you. Like I'm so moved by that story, actually that that thought, and uh, and so you finish up, finish us off in prayer. <laughs> yes, Father Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for um, Lord, your love and your mercy in our lives, Lord. We thank you that, Lord, yes, you just want to um, constantly be filling up our cup and to even to the point where it flows over, and that you just are so longing for us. Um, to just be a more aware in your presence um, mm. thank you that you go with us um, even in times of when our faith is, is little when we're, we're doubting you Lord when we don't know um, and feeling times of loneliness despair um, Lord that you're just there and um, you're with us everywhere we go we thank you for this time thank you for your love um, yeah. yes Lord we just love you we worship you we give this time to you everyone thanks again Janet and Puma and thanks for being with us today we hope you've been blessed and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and we look forward to seeing you again soon bless you